Welcome back to Enlighten Up for episode 73, Conversations with a Mantis Being, Sleep School, and Healing Off-Planet Beings with Rebecca Barfoot. We have a first today on Enlighten Up. We have a really fun show for you because we're going to have a conversation with an off-planet being, a mantis being, who is one of Rebecca's guides. And this episode, first of all, was a first all around. There was some really strong energy coming through, uh, which we realized was a result of having many of Rebecca's guides uh, listening in on the conversation. And we left a large part of this in the episode so that you could hear for yourself. We had people dropping in and out of the conversation. And Brian, at one point, I'd like you all to pay attention that there is a point in the episode when Rebecca's mantis being is giving us a message. Once he completes it, Brian hears mantis sounds, which none of us heard. But when I was doing the editing, I could hear it. The audio actually picked it up. And so I enhanced the sound volume of that so that you guys can hear it. It's pretty cool that Brian was the only one who heard it. And uh, you'll find out what we think about that. So really interesting uh, episode lined up for you guys. Uh, You're going to hear Lisa and Rebecca exchange a light language conversation. Beautiful healing comes through it and there's going to be translations. We're also going to talk about sleep school and how you can receive information and downloads in your sleep just by asking for the information and putting the intention out there. There is so much coming up in this episode, including the discovery of something I had never heard about before that humans are now offering healing to off-planet beings and there's apparently a long lineup for this. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode and find out all of the great stuff that Rebecca and her mantis being friend Nemo have to share with us. Hi everyone, welcome back to Enlighten Up. I am here with Lisa and Brian and for today's episode we have a great show lined up for you because we have a fabulous guest on with us. We have Rebecca Barfoot joining us today and we're going to actually talk about something that I had no idea was even in existence until Rebecca and I spoke yesterday. So I'm excited to talk about that later in the show. And um, before we get started, let me just tell you a little bit about Rebecca. She's a multidimensional energy intuitive, seer and channel. She awakened to spontaneous light language, much like Lisa did uh, several years ago. And she works with a powerful and playful team of elemental, indigenous, angelic and galactic guides. Rebecca, welcome to the show. How are you? Well, I'm I'm glowing after that review. I feel kind of I feel shy, but I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, so glad to have you on the show and we have a mutual friend in common who is just so sweet and so I'm thankful for her to introduce you to us. Mm-hmm. So that we could bring you on the show. So let's give a shout out to Didi. Yeah, Dee Dee, we love you. Hi, Dee Dee. So, um, I mean, Dee Dee's just awesome. Let's just say that. We just love her and her energy. She is. And I guess, you know, gosh, I don't even know where to start, Rebecca, because there's just so much information. (laughs) Okay, well, then I know where to start because I had this great idea. I like taking credit for my good ideas. Um, But I, you know, Lisa has been going through this process of of getting deeper into speaking uh, light language, and mm-hmm. she started speaking light language 
specifically for people. And she, she mentioned this idea of, you know, it, it being healing. And then unrelated to that, she mentioned something about, uh, the Native Americans. She's she's spoken and, and felt like a, a Native American presence a couple of times. And I said, why don't you record a light language of healing specifically for the Native American peoples and then send them the video and, you know, link to it in YouTube or whatever and say, just listen to this because, you know, maybe, you know, who knows? And, and she did it today. I did do that today. Mm. Um, so that you has recorded anything to do with yeah. Rebecca and her being on our well, show. No, I mean it's a, <laughs> light language is um, yeah one of my realms, Seriously? so it's fascinating. Yeah. Well, first, light Rebecca, language. why don't you tell us how <laughs> Brian? Brian. <laughs> oh dear, he's 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 got the he's got his gas pedal right down to so the floor how, right now. How, how does? <laughs> Lisa speaking light language not relate to our guest that also speaks light language. I'm just shy. I don't want it to be about me. That's all. No, I can feel well, that. <laughs> well, first okay. of all, I, I would love for the audience and um, for Brian and Lisa to hear how the light language came in for you. Yeah, um, it was uh, it was spontaneous. I had had a night of um, of like. Uh, I don't always remember my dreams, but this night was filled with um, a lot of dreams and visions that were not dreams and um, a lot of angelic um, beings around me in and out of sleep. And then uh, I woke in the dawn and there was a, a sound outside my real time window in 3D and it was uh, scratching outside my window. And I went out to see it wasn't light yet. And it was an albino raccoon. Um, and somehow I connected this with um, later going back to sleep and waking up and having all of this, uh, the, these angelic sounds that I had didn't know where they came from. I never had heard anything like that out of my voice. But the presence of the, um, that morning, it was all angelic. It was channeling angels. And um, it was clearly uh, channeled material and it was, it was not just me and my voice. It was kind of alarming and um, also just grace. I mean, the feeling that filled me was the most profound aspect of it. So, so are you saying that you woke up to your own self-channeling? Is that what yeah, you, like, I, that's I, what woke up? Yeah, I woke up into the day and I was having the language come out of me, the tones and the, the song almost. It was a song um, coming from me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So quite, and, uh, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, so where did that take you? Like, what, what did you, I mean, yeah. your next step, once you realize that there's these beautiful sounds coming out of you, where did you go from there? Um, yeah, I, I was very aware from that first beginning that it gave me some kind of psychic upgrade, which, you know, in our realm is continual. Uh, you kind of go through a time where you're, maybe a little more static in your development and then you get another uh, tune-up if you will <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and that was a huge tune-up because I could feel things shifting in my awareness um, and also within my body and energy body and I could see that happening so like I said it was like right off the bat I knew this wasn't just meant for me and I had I, I've been shy bringing it forward like Lisa because um, you know we wonder what what people will think. And that's always like our big um, 3D dilemma as we kind of come out of the closet with this stuff. But I knew that I had to. 
I knew that I needed to keep developing it. And I was just guided in, in every step to really just move through my life, allowing it to come forward as it wanted to. What do you think is the purpose of light language? Oh, totally has a huge purpose. And that is because we become so conceptually minded in this time in, you know, in this, in our human evolution, we are completely linear. Um, the higher realms want to reach us and they cannot do that by giving us um, information that we're already aware of. That is, they want to introduce concepts. And in fact, um, things that we already know that have we've lost in ways that we can receive them that are going to bypass the conceptual mind. And that's exactly where light language comes in. It's a direct transmission that we can receive in the, uh, our higher self will receive that and it affects the light body. And the, um, as I understand and what they've given to me is that it affects our DNA and it's expression of our DNA. So that's why. <laughs> So basically working with the DNA uh, to upgrade the DNA or upgrading, heal? The upgrading and also what my guides have said for a few years ago is what we want you to remember the ancient future codes. They are written in you. They are written in your DNA. You still have access, although you've been cut off. So it's a lot of what's already in us. And we, you know, the whole story of um, basically being, being uh, how do we say, um, basically just cut off from a lot of our, our inherent inborn gifts over millennia. And we can bring that on board. It's nothing we necessarily have to bring in, but stuff we have to we wake up and remember. So like an activation then? Yeah, yeah. How long have you been speaking light language? It's only been, um, I want to say three, is it three years? Yeah, it's only been a few years. And when you first started singing it, and it woke you up and you said you were mm -hmm. channeling your angels. What made you, what, how did you know what was going on or what you were doing? Uh, I could see them with my vision that I was surrounded by angels and that um, I could, I could just, the feeling, you know, the, the felt sense is something that I could just feel that presence of divinity and also not, not in a Christian or religious sense, even it was just this really divine almost, uh, how would you say, just the most beautiful light coming through. Um, that's how, it was just a, that in, uh, knowing, knowing, pure knowing. Um, so how over these past three years has your language developed from just spontaneously speaking it to where you are with it now? Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's very accessible. Um, when it needs to come through for clients or for a group or in healing situations, it's sort of like it always wants to come through. There's certain um, galactic and, um, and indigenous languages that seem to want to come through all the time. I think we're at a place of, of just vast progression in our evolution collectively. And whoever's going to stay open to these new ideas or can open their mind to the uh, the strange, the high strangeness of it, um, they're going to want to work with um, as much as that person will allow whatever, you know, the channel's capacity is, you know, they're there because it's, it's so helpful and it's helpful for me personally. So they're always clear that you, I have to, as the channel, let it influence me and heal me and, and, and be received by me, transceived in a sense um, as it's going out to others. 
my whole lower lip is tingling right now. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask, um, sorry, that's totally distracted me. Um, geez. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really strong. Um, I wanted to ask you, did you know instantly what was being conveyed through the light language? Or was that something that slowly came in as you were speaking it? Slowly came in because I think going back to conceptual mind and training in, in, you know, linear thinking, I wanted to, you know, my ego wanted to know what the words were and there's no, you know, there isn't, there's a, there's a transmission that I learned to perceive that's more subtle. So it's not like ABC, one, two, three. It's more like, here's the general message or receiving it in a way that is very difficult to explain within the confines of linear language. Because like yeah. I said, it's, it's right language is received by the heart. It's a language of the heart. So you can understand it. Uh, not always. I can understand. I understand the basic message. I understand the basic message. And sometimes it's verbatim. Like, the, like I'll receive light language when I'm in an intuitive reading. Um, and they come in to help me get the answers for the client, if you will. And then uh, I know what they're saying. I know it, what they're saying. It's like the light language comes in in a blurb. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, OK, have, I do. Have you always, but, I mean, from the beginning, three years ago when you started, did, um, did you know? I didn't trust that knowing. I think because it's a subtle sort of, and it's an energy knowing, not not a, like I said, the the linguistic knowing or the cerebral knowing. Mm. It's in a much deeper level um, that the soma picks up, the heart picks up, the higher self picks up. So once you attune to that sort of knowing in your own progression, your own journey through your life and, and the opening up to these other things, you begin to be able to... Um, decode those more subtle message messages. So prior to you channeling light language, you were you always, have you been an intuitive for long? You said you do healings with clients. What? Yeah. Um, I originally thought when I started waking up about, uh, I don't want to, I guess I would say six years ago six or seven years ago, it's only been that long. I thought I had no knowledge of this, but in the intervening time, I have um, since been given uh, messages by a guide that I have known this, you know, my whole life. I just, um, I haven't, okay, I'm come clean. I have a, I have a child guide that's often on my right side and she is actually me, not the, not the inner child, but an actual embodiment existing in a parallel timeline who is my best guide. She will always tell me, for example, if I have no idea, like I'm, I'm super scattered and I don't know what I feel, I can always look at her and go, she'll show me or she'll say what's going on or what, you know, what am I feeling or what, what needs to happen? Or she helps me with clients. It's, um, if you're more comfortable, we could say higher self, but, uh, she has begun to share with me, um, stories about my childhood and memories and things I was doing intuitively that I'd forgotten about. She'll say, don't you remember when we went out during our sleep time, we went to sleep school for this, for the school with star seeds with wings. Remember we would portal out into the woods, remember the rocks, remember the trees. We would go to that portal and they would take us. And I'm going, Oh my God, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that. No wonder we hid that. So she's been revealing like funny little snippets of things that I, I don't know, you know, um, 
that you I do in your sleep and things. And she was the one who said, you need to go back to, we need to go back to sleep school, which is when I learned to program my sleep um, for a variety of things using some um, other help. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I do, uh, that's a long roundabout way of saying I wasn't aware of the things that I was actually aware of. And I think that's common for so many of us because of our training within the culture. Like you could know all kinds of things and never wake up to it because your mind is, we're too frightened to open up to it. Go ahead. Yeah. So let's talk about this idea of sleep school and programming our sleep. Um, yeah. yeah. I know that's something that you and I talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, what exactly do you mean by like programming yeah. through sleep? Exactly. It, it's it's a swimming thing that I didn't really, you know, I'm a slow learner with all this. Like they could, my gods could tell me something like a hundred different ways before I get it. Um, but somehow I was, I received it from the guides to um, a direct message uh, that was acting upon my, I was, I was becoming exacerbated, exasperated with the need to download so much information within the confines of linear time, which is like, okay, I have 24 hours in a day and say I need like 30 or 35 to do what I'm doing. I said, okay, you guys, I'm going to start programming my sleep for you to show me what I need to know here. And you can give it to me in a way that I remember or in a way that's just going to come in during my daily life. So now I often wake up with a lot of um, incoming information. Like, for example, I was asking to learn uh, more about my lifetime in Lemuria and not just my lifetime, but the teachings of Lemuria and the light-based, love-based frequencies of that technology that are trying to come forward in humanity to help guide us. Like, okay, that could be useful. Like gaining access to things that I might share with others that could be helpful. Mm-hmm. So th- that's what I mean about the learning, learning at night. And so um, I just call it sleep school and night school. And so when I go to, um, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, because no. I mean, we, I did this like just a couple nights ago where I wanted some insight about actually a, a, a light language message that Lisa gave me and our mm-hmm. friend Didi had um, translated for us. Yeah. And I had a basic idea of what I think it was about, but I, I wanted some more information and clarity. And so I asked before I went to bed if I could be shown in my dreams, um, yeah. the, the, I guess the information that I was missing or needed to know at the time to work? help understand it further. Yeah, it totally worked. I, I totally had a dream and I woke up with, I mean, I forget some of the information right now, but I remember waking up and I, and it confirmed what I had thought and there was more information that came through. And so huh. I was like, oh, wow, I just kind of asked and that just really came in. So, yeah, um, well, and to cut it down to really simple language and accessible language, all you need to do before you go to bed is make an honest supplication, intent and ask, have your intent that I'm open to receiving information um, about such and such and um, just call and help and you know, leave it open, leave it open and see mm-hmm. what happens. Lisa said she won't say this out loud, so I will. She said, I do that, but it doesn't work. <laughs> so how can you help Lisa go to sleep school? At what portal does she have to, you know, hang I knocked left? on the wrong portal door. <laughs> oh uh, hold on here. There's a message coming through. Do you mind? Um, no. 
So they're just um, saying that it would be helpful to Lisa if she were able to feel more held, that is to relax in a place of ease, surrounded by, mm -hmm, we may say, the mothership and the mothership elixir in order to... Mm, Create an atmosphere in which she trusts the environment so she can receive. There may be some blocks to her actually receiving the information and trusting and trusting that she's held to let go in this place where she is held in the deepest wisdom and love. She may not be quite there, but she will be. Um, okay. So <laughs> Well that was unexpected. Thank you. Oh You're supposed yeah, to that... say that answer in light language, Lisa. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't yeah. work that way it doesn't work that way so are you saying that brian has to hold lisa <laughs> nope nope <laughs> so basically just um you can do you, lisa are you aware of any guides that you work with you must be I'm no sure i'm see not it. you're she and all kinds of stuff oh okay so um what you could do is just, um, again, going back to the technology, if you will, of using your intention and then asking for help, just saying before you go to sleep in this just soft and gentle way, um, I'd love to connect with whatever guides, benevolent guides are here to help me with this. I really don't know, but I want help and I want to know you. And I would like to help, you know, understand whatever the question is that you have during my sleep. So just asking, you can always, I always coach people with this, like you can just, one of the, the things we, we forget to do, and I have done for many years before I got a little more skillful, was I don't ask for help. Like I'll see this amazing angelic being in front of me, like, oh my God, holy smokes, what energy. But I'll sit there and never ask for help. I'll never, I won't engage. I'm just kind of looking where we, we've become kind of passive because of our training. And so once you learn to just ask, I could... I could just ask. I could just ask for help and the guides could show up. They need, a, you know, all, taking that another step too, is that a lot of guides are bound cosmically to not help us until we actively supplicate them. Yeah, the free will. The free will thing. So, and that may not be new information to you, but um, you, you it's got, always you got good, good yeah, reminders. Yeah, just good reminders, right? Yeah, absolutely. And also just... You know, also to confirm that if you have questions, just ask them and mm -hmm. um, have the intent of being heard and being answered back. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and, it, you know, just because it doesn't happen, uh, you know, right away doesn't mean that it's right. not working. It just perhaps... Um, means i mean oh. i guess it could mean a, a variety of things well and as you say that i uh, i it's also you may not have a verbatim um linear concept when you awake of oh my god that's it and that's my question answered but it may filter in a little later in the day or you might have an aha moment that is related but you don't put it together at first like it might be kind of subtle how it comes in and as we just develop more of our intuitive sensibility we really begin to hear those cues. Mm -hmm. So it, it might don't give up. <laughs> I, I, I never, I won't. And I, and I yeah. do ask, but I feel like it, when I do receive my answers, it's just, it's not, 
yeah some lightning bolt type thing it's just an sure. idea or yeah you know maybe something my husband says later or something nicole says or that you yeah. read or you yeah. know something and that sparks an idea yeah. with you yeah yeah sure hmm. i won't give up don't give up <laughs> <laughs> so basically um yeah because i i, I feel like you know, our dreams are just one other avenue of receiving mm -hmm. our answers. You know, there's so many avenues that we, through meditation, just through synchronicities, through conversations with other people where they may just say the answer that you somehow asked and it comes through that way. There's just, I think there's unlimited ways of being answered. Mm -hmm. But if you go in with the intent of asking in your dream, like that, it's a high probability that you'll get answered that way. Mm -hmm. Um there is, and um, you can also, like I'm actually, you can learn to do this and uh, take some time, but you can also learn to, um, I would say, be traveling astrally. Not everybody needs to learn to do that, but um, actually going places, like I've asked to go back to the timeline of, um, like I've been, there's been guides trying to give me some of the hidden teachings of the mystery schools that related to the ancient feminine. And so I've been asking, can you just take me back and help me learn? Um, and we could say that's dream state, but I often feel sometimes like I'm actually going somewhere, which um, is, is pretty interesting. And it's all predicated on my free will. Like I wouldn't be allowing this if it were dangerous or if I didn't know what was um, that I was being held within that space. Mm -hmm. And protected. So what are your, um, your main, when you work with people and what you're doing now, what drives you the most in your work? Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, turning on, turning people on to what they, again, what they already know and, and, uh, their own intuition, like how can we access the wisdom that's already inside of us? And what the, what my guides, um, in various ways are, have told me, Again and again, it's about um, they, in their words, helping you remember who you are, what you came here to do, and what you already know. So reclaiming your sovereignty uh, in that way. It's just turning you on. Not, not I'm not here to be some like, you know, uh, I'm just this humble lady just who gets the stuff with a pretty big an antenna. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not like some big teacher. I just want to point you back to your own divinity and your own knowing. That's so but powerful. From from what I understand, mm -hmm. you don't just work with people. <laughs> Correct. I don't just work with people. <laughs> Go on, Brian. Well, I <laughs> no, I can't. That's not for me to say. You work with other. Yeah. Go ahead. It sounds beings. better coming from you. <laughs> I, I heard that you. I I hear that you work with ETs. I sure do. And I would say first, I do um, how that first came in is channeling galactics, galactic energies or off planet beings or ETs, um, first and foremost, benevolent ETs. And then I think you're speaking of um, healing work with ETs, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. what that's what I had heard. Exactly. So so when you, you so you don't you just don't understand the message uh the, the light language message, you also know who it's from? Um, often know who it's from. Yeah. Well, and there's different, there's a difference there. So I channel as a, as a channel for beings um, with 
helpful messages for others, and also as a light language channel. So um, there's some overlap, but they might also be seen as somewhat separate in what I do. So when I'm with a client, it's not always just doing light language. It might just be I'm channeling um, just intuitive help for them. Um, now, when you say when you're with a client, you mm-hmm. like you're meeting with them, like in your office or in your house or something like that. Yeah, all my sessions are on phone or Zoom. Yeah. Okay. Online. Now, is is that what the is that what the ETs use? Is it like Zoom no. or <laughs> Skype? Yeah, that's, a, that's a great. That's awesome. No, I like it. That's fun. Hello, we'd like to speak to Rebecca. We will um, connect with you via your Zoom. <laughs> so, well, most of them are so um, technologically advanced, or we may say upper dimensionally conscious, that they don't need the technology that we use, which they perceive as being rather um, rather limited. <laughs> Anyway, that's such a cute oh, question. It's such a cute question. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. So should we launch into that? Yeah. Aspect? Yeah. Because, then. okay. So go there. yeah, for the, uh, Nicole's been waiting for this. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, because I find it fascinating. I've never heard about it before until Rebecca and yeah. I spoke yesterday. And I, and I mean, it makes complete sense, but at the same time, when you've never heard about it before, it's not really within your consciousness. So, totally. um, Rebecca, I mean, we've heard of he- getting healing from our galactic family, our ET brothers and sisters and all that. I mean, I know Brian's going to say not me, but mm-hmm. we've never heard of us sending healing to them. And isn't it funny when we, um, it's funny to be now at first it was like, Oh my God, what am I doing? Um, yeah, it, it's funny because they have and have had over millennia so much love and help for us. Um, we might say that the propaganda around the ET phenomena is to make it really scary and to, um, train people to believe that any off planet being, um, has been, is, is malevolent and here to like abduct you or something like all these like horrific scenarios have been broadcast about that sort of thing. So we've been turned off from the fact that actually, well, number one, that they exist and they're here, um, but that they have love and help for us. And then that they might also, as they come in to heal, you know, beings in the earth realm, what about reciprocating? What about that? What about that as a way of actually forwarding collective ascension and collective um, evolution of consciousness and wellness? So was it an idea that you had, hey, I want to, or did they come to you? So they came to me, and I'll tell you um, as briefly as I can about how that happened. Um, I was well, in you don't tra- have to do it briefly. No, okay, we could really go deep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. The deeper the Either better. <laughs> okay, I was in a uh, a training to um, uh, with another channel friend of mine who mm, was showing me how to do an energy uh, energy transfer process that she received from the Arcturians to use with humans. So basically, to make that simple. I am able to do a process that basically sets the the human being back to its zero point field, its uh, original blueprint. So removing blockages, removing soul contracts, entities, implants, and all of the gunk, you know, that we are carrying around over from lifetimes. And uh, as I was in the training for this, I was surrounded by extraterrestrials and it was very clear that they wanted me to bring this in. And I went, no, I'm not doing that. You know, my first knee-jerk reaction is like, oh, no, 
not really. Um, but that persisted and I got finished with the training and I finally um, messaged my, my colleague about this. And I said, what do you think? She's like, oh my God, you're right. I had never thought about that. And they're lining up. I mean, it sounds crazy. Okay, they're lining up across the galaxy to receive this thing that the Arcturians brought in. But from what I've experienced, this is absolutely what's going on. And, and so it was that that became one of my main jobs recently in the past few months is, is bringing that in for these large groups of off-planet beings and all kinds of different species. And so um, it's really opened my mind to the ET phenomena and how they've been harmed through um, nefarious influence of humans and um, other influence and how we can actually help them. And it's such a bridge to bilateral healing. So are you saying that you learned some sort of Arcturian healing and are now able to yes. use that? To... Yeah, okay. exactly. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, very interesting. It's... Yeah. I'm, I'm imagining like a big <laughs> intergalactic conference. Totally, Brian. To and that is exactly what it is. I'll be in the middle of that going far out. This is so cool. This is what I came into this life to oh do. Like, this is so beautiful. It's beautiful. And the beings that come in, uh, you know, at first, if I'm a meditator and I'm trained in not looking away from whatever presents itself to my in, into my own experience, like if I'm going through something like a lot of anguish or turmoil or pain, my training is to turn toward it and be with it and accept that thing as part of myself. That's a, a, a way that I've um, been able to look at these off-planet beings and all their disfigurement and all their weirdness and all of this and not not turn away and say, I'm not, I don't have room for this in my consciousness. This is too strange. Um, to let that in and to help with them, help them and work with that in a way that brings them back into light. And, and remember, I'm just the starseed channel for this. I'm not like doing this. I'm sort of the mm, team with the Arcturians. The Arcturians are really the healers. It's not me. I'm just facilitating. So are you the are you the only one that you're aware of that that does this? Like, like Nicole been, mentioned, she I, hasn't I, heard of this. Before. I know, and I've been like like this big weirdo out on social media. Is anyone else working to heal the off planets because they need us? <laughs> uh, I have not. Can't you and just it, ask them? Uh, Can't you just ask the off planet? I could. Folks, like, the, hey, the, the, are, you, are you working with anybody else? The indication is that, at least with this process, there hasn't been, and um, I, I don't, I'm not getting that sense because there are so, it's like people who have been starved coming in to be healed. Like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. It's crazy. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I'm still blown away. I'm like having chills as I'm talking about it. And it's, um, yeah, I've gotten some other folks that work with the same Arcturian process on board so that we're doing this once a week together as a group. And that's been very cool. Um, so the group energy really, God, it helps the whole thing. So I can do it on my own or I can invite others in who are trained with this process um, to to help. Okay, so I got I to gotta say this. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be said. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with this podcast recording and, and we're going to keep this in. This is part of, this is part of the show, <laughs> but there is, there is crazy energy coming through. I mean, Brian and Lisa keep dropping from my recording. So I don't hear everything they're saying. Your uh, recording is cutting in and out for me and I'm getting the craziest tingling. On. There's some crazy energy coming through our, our podcast right yeah. now. <laughs> 
<laughs> there is. Well, you know, so what's happening at my end is they're leaning in to hear what we're talking about. I oh. have beings around me that are... Um, Hello. Hello. So are we still all together here? Yeah, we're oh, here. Oh yeah. We're here. Yeah, we were just enjoying enjoying that interlude. Mm. Oh, there, um, there's a lot of happy energy here, and there just uh, there's uh, intergalactically we could say a lot of um, pleasure that this is becoming broadcast. We are so happy to have an opportunity to get the story out. Nobody really knows about this. We haven't been seen in so long. So we would like you to know that this is a job that must be done if there will be mm, complete progression for all beings within the realm of suffering as we become mm, more aligned together with the light. This is one way to access those higher frequencies by, as she said, the mutual bilateral healing. Maybe they can maybe they can rebroadcast, you know, intergalactically, and we can be the first podcast broadcast. Totally. Bilateral broadcasting. Could 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 they you know bump our YouTube numbers a little bit or something? <laughs> Sounds like a movie. Oh my gosh! So this is so cool. Um, wow. Yeah. No, I'm feeling really off and when i say off i don't mean it in a bad way it's just i feel kind of like i'm not grounded i can tell i'm not grounded right now mm. there's just so much energy there's so much energy coming through this podcast and mm -hmm. i'm feeling it yeah, all through my body i'm feeling it all mm -hmm. through my body right now it's wild it's absolutely wild <laughs> for the uh for the one or two skeptics that are actually in our, our listening audience i feel nothing <laughs> Will you be our grounding rod, Brian? Okay. Yeah, that's no, good. Lisa's grounding. I am. Rod. I have. I have to hold Lisa yes. down, or she'll float away. <laughs> no, we're all a bit like that. Um, yeah, there is a lot of energy, and and they. So I will share. Also, there's a there's lots of stories surrounding this work, and one of the things um, is that oftentimes they will come back to me, beings from the group that I have assisted, and um, say thank you, and also see if if I need anything. And I've had a, a couple of them come on board that seem with my permission that um, seem like protectors and they're also teaching me things. So um, they're especially close right now and they're helping to modulate any frequency that might be um, dissonant or we don't wish to um, alarm anybody. We're just so excited 
uh, yes, we'd like to be more careful about our frequency exchange so it's not disturbing anything in the third density. Our frequency is often rather high. It can do these things, so we will try and step away, but it's just so much fun. Please, excuse. No, no, no. Don't step away. Don't go. Don't go. <laughs> oh, they don't want you to go. <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with the static. Yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah. We'll see and I'm happens. sure our listeners will be totally okay with it. Um, okay. Because well, I know our listeners that. are aware of this kind of stuff and know that this totally this happens this does happen Mm -hmm. um and i and i will make sure to note it in the opening show notes (laughs) so everyone (laughs) is aware um so no no one go anywhere humans and galactics (laughs) um yeah it's just i'm it's i love it i mean i love this it's just of course there's just so much energy that i'm not used to this much while we're doing our podcast so uh Mm. it's great Mm -hmm. and i you know so i um when I really started to come into this last uh, awakening, because I feel like I've gone through like spurts uh, throughout since, like the last 20 years. And the last one started in the summer of 2016. And it's been kind mm-hmm. of like a wild ride since then. <laughs> it just doesn't seem to be ending. Mm-hmm. Um, that I really started to look into the Arcturian healing and I would in my meditations asked to be taken to certain healing chambers of the Arcturian. And there were quite a few and I had them written down and I would ask to go and experience certain ones um, in my dream when I would go to sleep. What is your um, knowledge of that? Or is there any information you can give us about that? I experienced a similar thing with uh, Syrians, um, the Sirius, the beings from the Sirius star cluster, so um, are you asking about, I, I have not gone to Arcturian uh, healing chambers before, so I don't have uh, the info on that. Is that what you're... Okay, so tell us about the serious ones. <laughs> okay. Well, I like what you're doing, though. That's really cool. Um, well, the Syrians, uh, well, first of all, I'll come clean and say I regard Sirius as like home base, that star cluster. Um and they were the first ones to start bringing me um, teachings about Lemuria and the technologies of consciousness that were used in that time. And um, one of those things is what they call an orb incubator and plasma regenerator. And it's kind of like this cosmic egg. And it is, in fact, the technology, if you will, that I uh, asked to have around me to plug into it. Um, before I go to sleep, so I'm surrounded in this um, like luminous egg. It's like plasma and it's regenerative for the body and the energy complex of the human, but it can also help me travel. Um, so first and foremost, it's a healing, it's a healing mechanism, healing tool. But then, um, so it might be, it's not quite a chamber, we would say, but it is a healing technology that's available. That's so interesting that you said that because I had a meditation um, one time where I was on a ship and I was going into a healing session with, um, I believe it was Archangel Raphael and three um, ETs. And I don't know which ETs they were, but um, the uh, Raphael was standing at the head and the other three were around this table that I was lying on. And I saw this, it was like a liquid energy came over me like a blanket mm-hmm. um before all of this healing energy came in and it was it was so wild it was kind of like this like you said like plasma liquid kind of yeah. energy 
Um, they're just offering that that's uh, re restoring the plasma body, which, um, hmm, how do we talk about that? It's basically reconnecting you to your galactic knowing and galactic, um, galactic energy flow. It's re-establishing uh, that connection so you can receive more light and wisdom from um, the galactic and intergalactic realms, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that totally yeah. makes sense mm. okay cool that it's very interesting to hear that uh, that from you um, hmm. yeah <laughs> she'll confirm that when she comes back she dropped off oh no i'm here <laughs> i'm here we can you hear me yeah absolutely. yeah we can hear you okay she asked if that made sense to you oh and i said yes but i guess you didn't hear me because it's know. so funny. I can always, Rebecca's track stays on the whole time, but yours drops out. And I bet you mine's dropping out when yours drops, like you guys have dropped out again. <laughs> can, I, I don't know. Can you see, uh, can you mm -hmm. hear them? I don't know if they're speaking. She can always. I can. She's now. probably still talking. She's probably just still talking. Oh, there you are. <laughs> so, so we got, I can always, and then you disappeared again. Uh, no, so I can always hear Rebecca. Rebecca stays constant the whole time, but you and I must be dropping out at the same times. Hmm. It's so funny. It's so funny. This has never happened before. Well, they said they would back off, but. <laughs> but at least then I said no. <laughs> <laughs> what? That, would, that wouldn't be any fun. No, I know. This is just part of, part of the whole episode, I guess. Yeah. I just. Well. <laughs> I hope we can work in the Beastie Boys. Like maybe we can play a clip of this. I don't know if we're breaking any laws, but we have to play intergalactic planetary. <laughs> I will do my best. Oh my gosh, my head is just exploding right now. What does um, that mean? I don't know. What does <laughs> that like, mean? Like it just feels like it's like this kind of energy like coming out of it. So uh Lisa, Brian, you got anything you want to talk about? <laughs> I, I was I was just hoping and I don't think Lisa's gonna do it because she's shy for whatever reason. But I what I was hoping there was gonna be a light language conversation oh yeah no we totally <laughs> talked about that uh rebecca and i and um we thought lisa could say something and then rebecca will see what the message she feels is for that oh it's coming it's always there it is well lisa if you you record good. stuff on youtube don't be shy no i'm it's okay i just didn't i didn't want to make this podcast about oh. what i'm doing on youtube you're a co-host bring it <laughs> on you get to bring it on that's all um that's really fun like wow um geez i'm kind of lit up right now it's just this all okay. this playful like Woo, let's go play and i'm 
This is cracking me up. We're having a light language conversation. I feel like I'm in some foreign country right now. We know you from a long time ago. There's like, holy shit, excuse me, there's this like weepy energy coming through of like this reunion of um, galactic proportions. I'm kind of getting teary. Oh, phew. Okay. Lisa, thank you. This is so sweet. Um, they, no, thank you. They're offering that. Um, I have to get my breath. Oh, okay. They're offering that um, the general, the, deciphering your, your message that you were bringing through. The gist of that is um, we would like humans at this time to come back into the heart space, the ancient teachings of all the masters pull us back to this knowing, pull us back to knowing what the heart knows. The training and conceptual thinking has polluted most things at this time. Know, know the listeners. We want the listeners to know the heart. The heart is the place to learn from now. Abandon the books, abandon your computers, and go back to the languaging of the heart. We want to bring you this message today. This is the message from Lisa. Her light team is partially galactic and partially indigenous, but don't forget those have the same mm, encodings. Remember your indigenous people know they come from the stars. So you can see indigenous people, you see mm, galactic people. They are not separate so much, but back to the message. I want you to know to stay in the heart space. If you need training with that, you must seek it out. Above all, this is the practice that will bring you into your collective evolution. We bring this to all humanity. Thanking Lisa. Thanking Lisa. Thanking Lisa. We thank Lisa. I'm going to carry on here. I think we've lost our nose. No, I'm here. No, we're here. I just flatlined. I was like, oh my God, they dropped out. No, I'm here. And I know Nicole is too. She's probably feeling the same thing I am. It's just, I'm speechless. It's just this wave of of love that feels really nice. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know Brian brought up at the beginning of this podcast that um, I was going to do this channeling for the American Indians, which I actually did do just before record, mm-hmm. um, before the show today. Yeah. And I was just thinking about it because of what you just said about the indigenous people or what they said. Um, but it was a very emotional um, channeling for me. I had like, I had to stop in the middle. I started crying so hard. Um, mm-hmm. I just really feel that like they're, that the indigenous people knew, you know, they were so close and we've just destroyed everything. Yeah. And I, it's time to bring it back. It's time for that healing. And I think I, I just feel like going back to the American Indians and, and trying to provide some healing there is a really great place to start. 
or mm-hmm. not start, but yeah, we've already started. So, like the bilateral galactic healing that well, Rebecca's yeah. doing, and also right. that because I also so I will say that I've also um, when I when this particular language that I'm sharing tonight came through, I was surrounded in my view, my vision with um, indigenous peoples. And after a while, it was revealed to me through more visions and channeling and work with my guides that they're not unpacking a little bit of the transmission in English that came through. Um, the So many of the indigenous, what we call, refer to as indigenous, um, are seeded by star wisdom and seeded by star genetics. So in a sense, like I will see these indigenous people and their bodies almost melt or morph to become um, like Pleiadian, for example. So they're walking within the same form um, and that's showing me exactly their heritage. So there's a link there that's a little uh, swimmy or very subtle, but it is there. So, you know, in a sense, the galactic healing and the indigenous healing will go back to some of the same places where it needs to land. If that makes Mm. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Mm. And I love that message that came through. I think that's just a beautiful message for, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things that transcends all time. It's just the perfect message for everyone. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I think that's why, well, as we spoke at the beginning of the broadcast, just about, like, why light language? Why not just give me a human English translation? Uh, Because you see how the emotion is coming through us as we're working with the light language. Well, that's where it hits us. The guides always say, well, this is not a linear mind-based language. It's something your heart linguistically knows. Mm. So it's like that is... um, quite powerful to me like so it really gives a whole new meaning to the language of love Mm -hmm. and and you like for me sometimes i i can't necessarily translate it but i guess i i do in a way because some sometimes i have these visions that sort of come with it or i just feel Mm -hmm. like i can tell something is happening and ever since um i've been working with Didi, who's been translating some of my light language um I'll kind of stop in the middle and tell her, you know, this is what I'm seeing or feeling right now. And then she'll say, you were just right on point there. That's exactly what I was getting yeah. to. So, you know, I think as time goes, it starts for me, at least, you know, it's starting to develop a little where it's coming through in pictures and feelings or, or maybe memories. Like sometimes I have memories of something in my own yeah. life and how I felt then. And that's like my, you know, clue to oh this is what's going on here yeah 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 it's really interesting yeah oh okay i was just gonna ask if you're also signing it and writing it too i sign it sometimes but i haven't been writing it yeah okay i'm just curious (laughs) taking notes comparing i'm just curious how it comes through for everybody yeah i feel i was just gonna say i feel like it's coming through more and more for people at least you know, looking through YouTube or, you know, hearing stories and just how talking to people that I've met via Facebook or something that just suddenly they start, people are starting to speak light language. Seems like it, which is pretty cool. 
Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so Rebecca, mm-hmm. you coach star seeds. What do you find? What do you find most star seeds are needing right now? Um, grounding, like grounding, and how to how to um, make sense of what's opening up for them. Like, okay, so like I have people who are starting to receive blips and blurbs of this and that, and like it's not coherent, and they're not sure, or they're kind of scared, and they don't have a way to like their minds are quite scattered. Um, understandable, like, like that's not a judgment. It's just that that's kind of where we are with the the tempo of culture right now and technology. Like we're all really scattered. So just um, helping people, uh, right? All of us get so scattered that we can't. Well, no, the, we keep coming back to conceptual mind. The more we're up in our head, the less we're in our heart, the less we're in our body, the less we're experiencing um, what's actually coming through. We're just having this dialogue about what we think we're experiencing, but we're not able to um, tune into the subtle realms. So mm-hmm. um, helping people kind of ground and understand what they're and, and to trust their gifts like we all come here with the capacity brian you too um to oh. develop our intuition and and if we choose to you know to to bring that on board more we have that and it's one of our greatest powers to um, come back into the intuitive sense rather than the strictly linear and our, the strictly rational because we could if we say uh, we talk about like masculine feminine balance within the culture and how we've been trained, the feminine has been really submerged down, gone underground and bringing that back in, in everybody, not just women, but I'm talking about men. And, and when I mean that, I don't, it's, it's, uh, it's more fluid than a, I don't just mean like getting into your feminine side. I mean, bringing back intuition and resting in the mystery and, um, Re, reacquiring our spiritual dimension. We are spiritual beings living in a human body. And so in my view, you know, so if we can come back to that, we can tap into all these gifts that are, you know, uh, just waiting to be born, like like they said, these ancient future codes that are already in us, in, in our DNA. So intuition plays a huge part in bringing that back and just trusting, learning to trust that. Mm. What do you have any like practical tools that you like to use or offer to people who are starting to come into their gifts and mm-hmm. learning how to use them, trust them, all of that? Yeah, well, um, people are going to say, oh, I don't want to do that. But uh, meditation is I, just experientially for me, that's uh, been like, <laughs> I always say, you know, you want to start hearing what your guides are saying, sit down and just be still with your experience for a while and everything comes knocking. Um, <laughs> so practices of stillness and, and uh, being in silence and in, with our body, with the breath, um, we can become more grounded and, and also access that heart space, which like for me as a channel, I have to be in my heart uh, to access information that's I know is going to keep me safe, if you will. Like I'm never going to attract. People always say, "Well, aren't you running into scary stuff out there?" Uh, no, because when we're entrained with love, of, not fear, um, that's where the juice is. That's where our whole protection system is on board. But bringing it back to you know coaching other people, um, yeah, me- asking you know working with them to develop a meditation practice and. Um, helping them to nourish their connection to um, 
the earth and the star realms, like deepening our connection with earth, deepening our connection to the stellar landscape, the stellar and cosmic galactic, um, uh, just that whole, wow, that, that space that we're always also connected to, um, <clears throat> coaching people just individually about what they're seeing and how to make, everybody's going to have a different way their gifts are expressed. So it's not necessarily across the board. Here's the, here's the, um, cookie cutter situation or, or mm-hmm. your coaching is going to be a little different depending on what, what your proclivity is and what you want to develop. And, and uh, just, it's really quite unique for everybody. Yeah. And I find that's just like with anything, especially like with health and our bodies and everyone's body is unique and different and a certain health regimen may work for one person and it doesn't work for another. So mm-hmm. it's the kind of same idea and going across the board. Yeah. And sometimes I think that with the coaching, it's just going, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, when you, we start opening up and being the ones to like cast ourselves over the ledge and to like going public with this, um, so many people come forward to us and say, oh my God, did you know I had this, this and this happen? And oh my God, I never told anybody. And blah, 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 blah. Like it opens the door for them. And that in itself is very nourishing for people to have somebody that can receive their experience that's going to say, well, and that probably was happening. You know, you probably didn't just imagine that. Um, Did you have an experience that is really set apart from everything else you've ever experienced that is so memorable and so kind of um, profound and shifting within you? Mm. Let me sit with that for a moment and see what happens. Uh, What's coming up? Um, you know, what's actually coming through there is, you know, cause I've had so many profound interactions with so many different guides and groups of beings and they sometimes just leave me in tears. But, um, one of the things coming in is just to the information from the, the child guide that has come through about me already knowing this stuff and the experiences we had before that I have shut down. Uh, that's like making me kind of teary as I'm speaking, you know, that that's been, even though I've had all these other, like more like mind blowing things happen and more like far out, like super strange. Um, that is mm-hmm. some of the most potent teaching of my life is like, okay, I do know this stuff. Just like they say, I know this stuff. I've done this. Um, we can do this. Like, that's very simple. That's not so mind blowing, but um, maybe that's one of the things that's, it's strong and clear for me right now. I just have to go inside and see what she knows already. Yeah. Mm. I think, you know, one of, from what I mean, just even from my own self and what I see from um, people when I'm coaching them as well, and, and just from listening to other people's stories, whether it's just in casual conversations, friends, things like that, that I think one of the the biggest hurdles for people to overcome is this idea of trusting what you're sensing, what you're intuitively picking up and um, trusting it more and more and just going with it, allowing yourself to just kind of go with it and see where it takes you as opposed to doubting it or questioning it every second of the interaction. 
And I think it's because, like you said, this whole idea of light language is to bypass the conceptual mind. And we're so trained to be able to understand it through the conceptual mind versus the heart. And that's something that when you're working with these gifts, it doesn't work that way. And so, uh, and and again, it's going to be different for everyone. And so like, there's no cookie cutter way of actually being able to, um, to discern what is what is actually going on within you yeah yeah yes (laughs) yeah um trusting trusting what's happening and just being like we said um if we can develop more of a curious mind rather than a judging mind like okay i can Mm -hmm. rest with that experience and not have to define it just yet i could just go oh leave that possibility open i'm not sure what it is that happens to me all the time when the guys they will give me pieces sometimes. Like I have to work to un- unravel a riddle, if you will. And sometimes a piece or two will come come through and I'll go, okay, I, I super like, what? I feel kind of dense. And then more and more will come in, but it's just resting with that place of like, okay, I really don't know, but I trust that more will emerge and I trust that that's the right thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And I think the more you connect with like-minded people who are having similar experiences or at least mm-hmm. their mind is open to them is helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't be around a yeah. bunch of Brian's all the time. You'd think you were going crazy. <laughs> Sounds pretty cool to me. <laughs> oh. oh gosh, a room Hell full yeah. of Brian's. That'd be a little overwhelming. I love you, baby, but that would be a little <laughs> overwhelming. Oh. That'd be one massive anchor <laughs> for grounding. There'd be lots of whiskey and bacon too. oh my goodness oh wow oh my gosh this is wild is this is this Um, wild i i like like, well we could get stranger what do you think um so we love strange turn up the strange (laughs) bring it on strange no like have i been clear about what i've been um bringing through or do you have more questions about anything that's already come up I know I have a question coming in, but it's not here yet. Okay. So Lisa, you go. Well, I've, I'm just trying to understand that. I mean, you were an intuitive. Did you work with um, people prior to, you said this started like six years ago, but. Um, my path of my own awakening, I would say, was really um, more birthed at that time as I'm aware of it, of my own consciousness about what I was always receiving always and always having come in. Yeah, but it's only been in the last, uh, yeah, um, let's say three, three, four, yeah, it's more recently that I've started working with clients, and it's quick. Everything for everybody in our current situation on earth is accelerated, so like those of us who are called to this are moving rapidly, like galloping um, into, like I was saying to Nicole before we started the actual recording that everything is so fast, like I am you know, the things we're being asked to do, like I'm constantly getting, you know, stuff to put on my website for new sessions and new channelings I want to get out and stuff that I don't know when to do it all. I don't know how to do this. Like it makes me feel a little like very overwhelmed at times. So um, the, the all that is to say the acceleration of how how this is ramped up. Like you just made that YouTube, Lisa, and that's like going to be like boom, boom, boom. And then I just made six more in like three days. So like the learning, you know, like you'll learn this new thing about how that happened overnight and then 
like the next thing. It's like, okay, no wonder I said I need super restorative sleep and I need to learn some of this in my sleep because I have to tend my 3D life. We like, I need to take care of my body and I need to like see regular, you know, have regular friends. I need to work on my house and I, you know, pay my bills. Um, so how do, so how do the intergalactic customers pay in like galactic credits or like they mow yeah. the lawn? <laughs> That's a great question. I know I've been saying, can you guys just help me in 3D? I have like this. Well, here's my humorous irony. One of many is that I have all these um, beings that help me in the other dimensions and the other realms. I mean, they are, in a sense, very much helping me in 3D. But like, you guys, I need somebody to work on the website. I need somebody to help get these broadcasts up on YouTube. I need yeah, this stuff is so these... simple to them. It's like they could do with their mind <laughs> like, powers. Can you, just, can you just do this? God. Yeah, do a um, trade. Well, so I'll keep you updated, Brian, on how that works out because I am like, yeah, the overall. What's the going rate of galactic credits? <laughs> and, you know. Can you help me out here? Well, I'm always receiving new insights, so I'm sure they will have things to say about that. I think their payment is that, um, oh, they're joking with me. So I have a, yeah, okay, this being doesn't want to speak. There is, previously, I mentioned that some of the beings that I've helped clear with the energy transfer come back to help me, um, and only with my permission uh, right. to do so. And one of them is a very large mantis uh, being, that is has been on my left side for the past um, six months, and willingly so. It's a beautiful energy, eighth density being called. It likes to be referred to as Nemo, um, huh. and it's offering that. And what I noticed right because it taught me all about sonar, all about frequency modulation, all about color fields and how they resonate with different um, vibrational codes. It's taught me a lot, but I would see it kind of. Invite it, you know, coming in and my like say I'm talking to somebody and it's getting a little off or heated or dissonant. It's coming in to moderate the frequency in my own field, so I'm not absorbing it. So as I said, there's a sort of uh, there's a massive amount of protection, and when I allow myself to see <clears throat> Nemo as it is, as he, they're beyond gender, but it's sort of a more gentle male energy, very very good, very wonderful energy. Um, I see that it's um, eight or nine feet tall, like I said, and, and just like, if you were to be a different species looking at this guy, you'd be freaked out. Right. You'd be totally freaked out. Like you'd be frightened. Uh, and there's been other insectoids coming in that are not, they're not freaky. They're not bad. They're not trying to abduct me. This is why they can't work with humanity because when I met Nemo, I was waking up out of sleep and it was standing over me again on my left side. I was in my bed and it's just like, oh my God, what the bleep. And um, I at first, I mean, I recoiled and was like, oh, whoa. But then I said, okay, well, let's feel into the field. How does that, I could shut, you know, get it out of here. I have gatekeepers and nobody's allowed in that doesn't pass a certain test, let's say. They know what what to do. And I trust that. So I thought, okay, this this guy didn't get in for no reason. And, and hence, you know, I was able to bring it in and, and learn from it. And um, it is a protector. It is teaching me about a lot of, um, technologies of frequency and light because that's what it um, feeds on is frequency and so it's constantly in a room moderating and mitigating frequency for me particularly they say as you bring this out into the world we don't want to say you're in danger but we want you to be very protective not everyone in the galaxy wants this work to be happening so um, interesting anyway so that being is always on my left and I understand by in answering your question Brian just about uh, like what are they offering me? Oh my God, 
tons. They're offering me so much, much. It's amazing. It's like, wow, this is, makes me just, um, I'm grateful. I'm just so grateful. Like they're giving me way more than I'm giving them. Well, hi Nemo. Nah, yeah, <laughs> he's been one of the ones. There were others at a certain point leaning in to see what, how we, how I was presenting this to your audience, and then Nima's been kind of. I can tell by its colors; they don't have the same rel, uh, they don't have the same human emotional, um, like they don't have like the same love-based frequency, um, or you know, different. They don't have all the crazy emotions that humans are known for. And it's been interesting to work with Nemo and find out how much they enjoy sampling our different emotions as they come through me. Um, it sort of will, it will mirror me and show me colors about what, like it, it goes, I really like that love frequency. What is that? And it's all, uh, I'm receiving the information from him in a, it's telepathic um, at the eighth density, but uh, it, it, I can see how much it's like, it's like eating candies and eating cookies and eating donuts and really enjoying it as I'm going through my different emotional human um, ride, you know? So again, that's a bilateral exchange. Like it said, I'm transmitting all these frequencies to my collective so we can then expand our knowledge of what the human experience is. And I was blown away when he offered me that information. So I thought, how could I be useful to this guy? What right. could they possibly get from me? I'm just this little 3D lady. What do I know? <laughs> so it's been a lovely exchange. And, That's um, cool. Yeah. I feel like he has some... Do you mind if I see if he has a message? I feel like he's leaning in like he wants to add something. Sure. Oh, Go for it, Nemo. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, these people are accepting me. This is really exciting. Um, Even the skeptic just, loves you. Oh, it's very lovable after you get over, you know, what, what it looks like. Um, hang on. I just, it's a different way. It won't come from me verbatim, like in channel, because I receive it in my, in a different way, telepathically. Hold on. Just asking him what, if there's anything from his, him or his collective. Hmm. The frequency of your planet can be uplifted through mm, the use of color, color and sound vibration. You must learn the old technologies. These were the technologies that were used to um, build ancient sites around the planet. Those sites are being reactivated now. Uh, he can tell you more about how to use those technologies. Frequency light sound and color are all very important to the evolution of the human species i would like you to understand that it's a teaching that is written in you in the codes in the codes of the ancient knowing the codes of your dna uh, used throughout time these might be called sonar frequencies frequencies which are always bathed in remember you are beings of resonance you are reson resonating all the time with either harmony or disharmony and things in between. Be careful what you expose yourself to and what you expose others to because, again, you resonate. If the person next to you is resonating with love, you feel that. If they are not, you mm, empathically are also sensing that. Huh. Thanks, Nemo. Hmm. Hmm. 
Um, yeah. They're master, they are master frequency modulators. So, wow. Um, yeah, I think in the way that he's pointing us back to some of the ways that um, are this ancient technology of sound um, frequency was used to build ancient sites. Go ahead. Can I um can I ask Nemo a question? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. Since we're on this topic, um, um, so we are we have a cruise, which Rebecca, I think you should come on. Um, and we're going to the Tulum Mayan ruins, and we're all going to be going there to experience an activation. And it's called and... Waves of Light. Yes, oh, sure. <laughs> um. Marina received a Mayan transmission channel um, a, a week or two ago that we will be picking up the tones within the ancient structures that will be activating oh. um, our DNA and stuff. And I'm wondering if he has any um, information about this site or the sounds of these ancient sites and how it affects us in our codes and um, mm -hmm. activating. Yeah, let me uh, check in. He's, uh, yeah, he's not used to this um, sort of triage of dialogue. Hang on. And neither am I, so <laughs> we've never gone public. Um, okay. I'm just listening in here. Huh. Oh, this is really interesting. Um, Okay. Um, the technologies used to build the site were, as you say, built on uh, technologies of the heart, technologies of consciousness based on light that come from the heart. So mm, these were used to build the site which you will travel to, but also the best you work you will do will be the frequencies you receive from it. These are ancient reverberations that will come to you from the time of this site's creation and far, far before, be assured that you will receive hmm, first and foremost in the heart space, not unlike a diamond light entombment, you will receive in the heart space that which is needed and you will start to remember. So the sense that this is a DNA activation is most accurate. Pay attention to the color formations and the light frequencies coming into you. You might see them visually, but please receive them in the heart. That is the message today. Hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Now will you go, Brian? Did you just hear that? It sounded like a praying mantis sound. I don't know if anyone can hear me. I hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're there. <laughs> no, <we have> to... <laughs> Nicole didn't no, hear no, you. Nobody heard that? Interesting. I, I didn't. Okay, so I, Brian and Lisa, you dropped out again. And so I don't know what you were saying when I was saying. <laughs> you missed something really good. What'd you hear, Brian? I, I, it's it was this sound. It was it was between the speaking. It was in a little dead space, and it was like this. I mean, I'm sure it's not what a praying mantis sounds like, but mm. it's it's what the praying mantis sounds like in the movies, and it was this little sound. Oh, funny. I, yeah. to I totally, I, I'm, and I'm sure the audio didn't pick it up because I, it was, I don't know, it was weird. Huh. 
Yeah. How do you know what song. praying mantis sound like? The, he just watches a lot of movies. Said it, that's what they make him sound like in the movies. They, I've never heard this ever. <laughs> um, so Nemo would like to say that that's um, he recoiled a little when you were talking about the movie portrayal. I'm he sure said that's done a lot of damage to our reputation. I'm and sure. He's, he's, he's uh, wanting. Oh, he said one of the reasons he's here working with me as the open-minded one is um, to yeah help help uh, dispel those myths so we can work more aptly and securely with the human race. We have much for you. Oh. You know, and I was gonna I was going to um, mention that when you were describing what he looks like and that you had an insectoid come into your you know, at Mm -hmm. that time. And that I feel like part of the reason is we've been programmed to be so fearful of them so that we don't engage with what they have to offer Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's spot on. Exactly. And this is like, so as I'm bringing this in and and bravely kind of bringing it into different audiences and with my, you know, clients or whatever, my conversations, it helps that on the spot is helping dispel some of the 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 fear mongering you know around all of this yeah wow well this has been so interesting it totally went to places i didn't know it was going to go to today that probably (laughs) happens to you every week or whatever every session you do (laughs) yeah no no No, not like this no we've had some firsts here today yeah we definitely had very cool it's been awesome wow And it's going to be so interesting editing this because obviously I've missed some of what Brian and Lisa have said. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I feel like I'm going to have some amazing dreams tonight. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for having me and uh, the whole team on my end. Um, (laughs) We we have covered some ground, I feel. Yeah. No, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Nemo, for showing up. And it's just interesting. It's interesting yeah. to me to hear that there are are guys in ETs who are shy. Like that's actually like a personality trait that transcends the human race. Like it's <laughs> well, but maybe that was you know was that my human overlay to call it shyness? But um, sort of a oh not oh okay. He's just going. Well, I wasn't sure how safe it would be to reveal uh, our relationship. Oh, okay. Interesting. So a little reticence of just like, okay, am I mm. in good territory? But he can read frequency. He knows that this is, this is all right. A um, safe place. Anyway, safe, safe haven here. No, I, you know, I got to say, I have a friend who's very ET-ish in his human body. And um, he, before he introduced me to two of his et bodyguards uh they needed to make sure that i was okay and so i totally get that (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) this is this is not a new experience for me at at least i'm sure brian it's the first he's heard but (laughs) he seems pretty relaxed with it all you know he does it feels like brian's doing okay are you are you okay brian yeah, I'm okay. I mean, this yeah, is you, this is normal. It's in, normal. In, it's not. I mean, it, like it might be health. new, but it's normal. I mean, it's not sure. weird. It's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not the one saying a nine foot praying mantis. So I mean, I, <laughs> no, exactly. Oh boy, here we go. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he hears light language every day. 
Oh, he does. Okay. So, so he should be on a speedy path to evolution unless he's blocking it out. <laughs> I don't think he is. I am so far no. ahead of you guys. I'm just. Yeah, you might be. Um, I want to put out a shout to, um, to anybody who has been piqued in their interest or their heart particularly to join me in any of the ET work I'm doing to um, offer them healing like you don't have to be i'm gathering a group of just like let's say regular folk although you know you're in the realm of high strange if you want to join me in this um you don't have to have any skill but if you uh, you could um i'm gathering people um to join us in the weekly healing that i'm doing and uh, if you want you can contact me for that and i can hook you up with how to do that oh that sounds great how can people reach you um just go to my website go to the website uh, it's Rebecca Rose Barfoot.com. Um, that's the best way to get a hold of me. Okay, great. Well, I'll leave all that information in the show notes. And um, yeah. I'd love to jump on one of those calls. That sounds like a lot of uh, fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. And if any, any of the, like I'm all, I'm doing, offering all these kind of attunements that are um, 5D attunements to entrain with more, um, Pleiadian energy, Syrian energy, Lyran energy, and Andromedan energy, and so forth. And um, if people want to like reconnect with the stars, they can also. That's one way to do it is um, receiving those kind of galactic attunements. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm so glad to be here today. So well, I I'll also put a shout out and say if you want to mention to any of your alien pals if they want to <laughs> come on over and hang out with me. I'll show them a little bit different side of, you know, 3D. What are you going to show them, Brian? We'll just, yeah. we'll just like hang out. We'll hang out and watch LSU football or drink some whiskey or, you know, we can, we can eat some bacon. And it's like, we can relate on a different level because you know, they might like it because remember this, they eat frequency. They feed on frequency and it could be negative or positive. So I they might enjoy the banquet. Frequency. Yeah. It, 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 I, I'm like, I'm like shrimps right. to them. You Watch know? out, Brian. Yeah, Watch I know. I mean, I'm ready. So. Okay. He I'm, just I'll said that. I'm ready. It. Bring it on. He did. Okay. okay. He's going to have strange dreams tonight. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for the visual appearance of something i hope so i hope i really I, I really i really really hope so that'd be so cool right well that that meant the sound be. you heard before little sonar was yeah. meant for you then yeah yeah that exactly yeah, that's yeah. what it was it was like clicking you know like uh you know like dolphins or sonar that's exactly what i heard that is what it was so well, listen, listen nicole listen around the i'm guessing 116 ish you know on maybe a couple minutes on on either side of it the i mean an hour and 16 minute mark um, to see if you hear that clicking sound. I I will. And I feel like that was like an activation for you. <laughs> well, I was seeing that too. Like you just got turned on to this energy and now it's not going to go away. I know. Oh my goodness. Well, All when right. I first started speaking light language, it was clearly for Brian. Like the message I got right out of the gate was, this <laughs> is for Brian. Just tell him to listen. I'm like they were so excited to get a hold of me to get a message to him. It seemed like you guys, you yeah. guys do not realize how galactically important I am. No. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Well, yes. Okay. So, uh, well, Rebecca, thanks so much for being on the show. This was great, and Our um, pleasure. yeah, it's so 
interesting. I mean, interesting doesn't even begin to describe it. It's just fascinating. Yeah. So thank you so much for being on. Yeah. I'm sure. going to say, my light language folks want to say goodbye to you. I'm not sure what it was, but they really wanted to say that to you. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you very much. And thank you, Rebecca, for being on the show. It was such a pleasure to have you join us. And thank you to all our listeners for joining us again this week. We love your support and we're so happy to have you here with us. And if you guys have any uh, questions that you'd like us to ask on the air for you, or you have any guests that you'd like us to bring on the show, please send that information into our email, info at enlightenup.us. And please don't forget to follow us on all our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks again for joining us, guys. We're going to be back with you again next week. Many blessings. Mm-hmm.